What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports. Coming at you with the Outsider's Edge. Here to bring you the latest and greatest in the WWE. Um, There's a lot to talk about. Um, And I don't have all the time in the world to talk about all of it. Um, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on this week. Um, yeah, um, we just had a great, just had a great pay-per-view, um, with, uh, Clash of Champions. That was a SmackDown pay-per-view. Um, yeah, um, great pay-per-view. Um, I feel like pay-per-view wise, uh, pay-per-view wise, uh, WWE ended off the year really, really strong. Uh, with the pay-per-views, I feel like, um, I'm pretty sure that there's some people out there that didn't like them, maybe didn't even like Clash of Champions, um, but, uh, in my personal opinion, I felt like they ended off the year really strong, I felt like the pay-per-views got progressively better, uh, each month, um, yeah, I really think they, I really felt like they kept up the hype, um, with the pay-per-views, like, they, they lived up to at least be as hyped up to be as they were um they at least lived up to that it, it wasn't um it wasn't like a level 10 hype and then like the pay-per-view was like on a three like no if it was level 10 i would at least say it was level 10 um yeah great uh great batches um uh some things came out of that um and then, of course, you know, right after a pay-per-view, there's always the ramp up for the next pay-per-view, which the next pay-per-view will be in January. That will be the Royal Rumble, which leads to the road to WrestleMania, uh, which I believe WrestleMania is in April. So Royal Rumble is the official kickoff of the road to WrestleMania, um, where that's uh the first thing i really want to talk about was um i brought this up uh last week that uh oh the big red machine came versus braun Strowman, the monster among men those two were battling to see who would face brock lesnar at the royal rumble for the universal title um that match ended in a double count out we're all left wondering okay what's gonna happen and I, I suspected that possibly it would turn into a triple threat match. It was either that or these two guys wrestle again and, you know, beat the daylights out of each other. And um, <laughs> we figure out who who's going to be a winner then. It's like if you can move a limb, you're, you win. Um, <laughs> um, I, I figured they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't drag out that whole ordeal too much longer. So. Uh, this past Monday, on um, Monday Night Raw, uh, Kurt Angle comes out to announce who will Brock Lesnar face at the Royal Rumble. And, lo and behold, not going to stretch it out any longer. He makes it a triple threat match. Brock versus Braun versus Kane. Um, and, again, I've said this before. I feel like... Uh, Lately, the WWE is going for a bit of nostalgia with the guys who've been around for a long time, like guys like myself, who are, 
now adults who watch, who grew up watching certain people. I feel like they're giving a, a, a hint of nostalgia by bringing these guys back and putting them in main storylines. So I'm looking forward to the triple threat match. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar definitely has the deck stacked against him in this one. Two men, uh, both uh, 168, 169, 610, both over... Uh, 380 plus pounds um both i mean just built men um both very good in the ring um i'm really looking forward to that match i really can't call it on that one um i think it's gonna be dope um let's see what the build-up is between now and uh january 28th and we'll talk about talk about it some more in the next segment stay tuned you're with the outsider's edge Watching around the world, from the capital city of the United States of America, Washington, D.C., ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yo, 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 we are back again. This is your boy, Damo, your WWE correspondent for Trackstar Sports. Back at it again with the Outsiders Edge. And being that I'm calling this episode, let's get ready to rumble. I just had to. I had to hit the Michael Buffer. Let's get ready to rumble because we're getting ready for the Royal Rumble. Um, I'm already excited for the new year because we're getting ready to rumble for real. Um, So as I mentioned in the last segment, um, there's been the buildup. For Brock Lesnar defending the Universal title. Uh, Kane and Braun Strowman squared off uh, last week to see which one of them would face Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. Match ended in a double countout. So now the match is a triple threat match. Brock versus Braun versus Kane in a triple threat match at the Royal Rumble on January 28th. Excited for that that's just the beginning so yeah I mean I feel like the rumble is already overshadowing clash of champions um even though I do believe that they ended the year strong with uh with the clash of champions pay-per-view the final pay-per-view of the WWE for the year 2017 excuse me so uh with that being said that was already great news in and of itself of, okay, now we know what the universal title match is. So next, the next big announcement uh, for this week made on Monday night, raw Stephanie McMahon announces the first ever all women's Royal rumble match will take place at the Royal rumble on January 28th. Um, this is going to be epic. I feel like the 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 women's division in the WWE has just, um, and I said this uh, last week, has just drastically improved over the last few years. Um, uh, when I was a kid, um, 
women's wrestling was a bit of a thing, but um, nowhere near as epic, big and epic as it is now. Um, but um, they've really, really just, I, I feel like they've taken it, they've taken it to just like a global scale. I mean, I don't know if it's the the reality shows that are helping, but I mean, aside from all that, just the the sportsmanship, the athleticism of the women, both on Raw and on SmackDown, has been amazing. Um, I've said this before. I'm pretty sure I'll say it a million more times. They really, I mean, their matches are exciting. They are fun to watch just to see what they'll do and I mean I could see in the very near future a women's match being like a headline match They're, they've been that good I'm really looking forward to the Royal Rumble um, I think uh, the Clash of Champions match with Charlotte versus Natalia being a lumberjack match which uh, Charlotte successfully retained her uh, women's title her women's SmackDown title was really just a setup for this Royal Rumble match uh, coming in January, which will include women from both rosters, SmackDown and Raw. So uh, that's going to be an amazing match. Guys, if you're listening, call in. Want to hear your thoughts on the Universal title match on the Women's Royal Rumble. This is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Stay tuned.
day in, day out to get to this. And we're part of the first ever Women's World Rumble. I mean, like, there's no words. I think it's amazing. You know, this is what women's evolution is about. It's changing the perception of what people view of women. I can't wait for everyone to see how good women's division really is. What's going on, everybody? We are back again. This is your boy Damo with the Outsiders Edge Track Star Sports. We in the building. So that last segment was uh, a clip from uh, the audio was actually from were clips from Monday Night Raw and some of the uh, female superstars from the uh, women's Raw roster. But the the actual clip was from SmackDown Live on Tuesday night. They put a nice little package together to uh, further announce to the SmackDown Live audience the first ever women's Royal Rumble, all women Royal Rumble match uh, coming up in January at the Royal Rumble. Uh, that's January 28th. Not already a subscriber. Subscribe to the WWE Network, nine ninety nine. Um, and just as a side note, I think they're still doing specials where you can purchase the pay per view at a pretty decent price if you're not subscribed already. Um, but that's enough with that. Um, I'm excited about that. Can't wait to see the uh, women's Royal Rumble match. Um, speaking of, who do you guys have? Do you guys see winning that? Um, who could come out on top and how are they doing that usually the royal rumble is one brand or the other and the winner faces the champ at wrestlemania uh but you have two champs um in the women's division just like you do in the men's division so you have charlotte flair the women uh, smackdown live women's champ you have alexa bliss the Raw Women's Champ. So if somebody, if neither one of them is in the Rumble and someone wins, who faces them at WrestleMania? Um, are both of them? Yeah, I'm trying to trying to figure that out. Um, being that there's two titles and both rosters are involved, I wonder how they're gonna uh, make that work. But um, anyway, yeah, tell me who you guys think you could possibly see winning that winning that match. Uh, winning that Royal Rumble. Um, now I want to move on to uh, some, I don't know, kind of disturbing news. Um, Dolph Ziggler, the new United States champion. Um, one of the things I appreciate about Clash of Champions is Clash of Champions... Um, to me, more than any other pay-per-view I've noticed in recent history, has more spillover into the next pay-per-view like crazy. Um, Dolph Ziggler uh, in a triple threat match with the former champ, Baron Corbin, and challenger, other challenger, Bobby Roode, uh, the glorious one. Uh, he defeats them in a triple threat match to win the United States Championship. 
I mean, that's phenomenal. Uh, another side note, I don't know about y'all, but I look at guys that are around now and figure out who are they the modern day version of. Bobby uh, Rude is the modern day Rick Rude. Like <laughs> he just he has the he has the look. Um, if those of you don't know, Rick Rude, ravishing Rick Rude. Google him, uh, ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, I feel like uh, feel like this is the second time they've done Rick Rude. Uh, they did. Uh, Val Venus back in the day was kind of like a Rick Rude type character with the whole I'm a you know I'm a sex object kind of persona. Uh, Bobby Rude doesn't have that, but the apparel and everything just looks like Rick Rude. But apparently, Dolph Ziggler, feeling he's not appreciated enough, seems to have vacated the United States Championship. I'm like, what's that about? And this is his second time winning the U.S. title. Um, I'm going to play that clip for y'all in the uh, in the next segment. But uh, what are you guys' thoughts on Dolph Ziggler vacating the United States Championship? Not to mention, uh, I like the, the re- years in review he did with the numerous titles he's won. I didn't realize he won so many titles. But I'm going to play that clip next. But tell me what you guys think on, on the Dolph Ziggler vacating the title. I am one of the most decorated superstars in WWE history. And night after night, year after year, I proved it to myself, to you, and to the rest of the world. And year after year, I go unappreciated. You're not worthy. You're not worthy of my presence. None of you are. You don't deserve me. something you want something to remember me by What does this mean? What did Dolph Ziggler just do? 
so that was a clip from SmackDown Live this past Tuesday. That was supposed to be Dolph Ziggler's celebration of him winning the United States title this past Sunday at Clash of Champions. Um, Instead, it looks like it turns into him vacating the United States Championship. Um, First of all, uh, let me talk about the fact that I know Dolph Ziggler's been around for a really long time, but sometimes you, you get so caught up in the moment, you forget how accomplished certain uh, athletes are, certain wrestlers are. And I know Dolph Ziggler's won titles. I know he's been heavyweight champ, but it was like for him to run down the line. I didn't, didn't play that part of the clip. Um, it was pretty long, but um, he basically started off running down his resume of championships he's won in his 12-year career at the WWE. And it's like, for one, I didn't realize he's been around 12 years, so time was just flying. But secondly, he's been heavyweight champ once. This is his second time being the United States champion, and he's been intercontinental champion five times. That's a lot of belts <laughs> in 12 years for anybody, I, I would think. Um, and I know, like, now title reigns aren't like when like when I was a kid. Like, for me, being as a kid, I remember it seemed like Hulk Hogan, like nobody else was allowed to be world heavyweight champion while Hulk Hogan was around. As far as I'm concerned, as a kid, it was like it just seemed like Hulk Hogan always had the world heavyweight title belt. Um, uh, So, yeah, imagine the devastation when at WrestleMania he loses to the Ultimate Warrior. It was just like, oh, God, like, what's going on in the world? (laughs) But um, Dolph Ziggler is very, uh, very decorated. Like, he's not making it up. I'm one of the most decorated uh, superstars in WWE history like and I think because he's not one of the guys that it's constantly brought up like every time they get into any kind of in-depth conversation and they mention Ric Flair they're going to talk about the fact that he's 16 time heavyweight champ they talk about Triple H's career they're going to talk about the fact that I think he's I think he's 14 time champ um John Cena. I mean John Cena's at 15, 16 himself. I think and I think he's tied with Ric Flair. So like those guys, like they constantly mention it. Um somebody like Dolph Ziggler, like you don't hear it all the time. And you don't hear like them talk about the number of times he's held any championship. And I think he gets kind of swept under the rug. So, to me, it's like he kind of took this what I call the CM Punk route. I mean, now I'm wondering, is he leaving the WWE altogether? Like, what's going on? Like, what's the story with Dolph Ziggler? Um, I haven't heard anything yet. Um, yeah, it was like 
vacated the title. Like, whoa, wait, what's going on? Um, so I don't know. Like, what are they going to do now? I, I mean, are they going to do like kind of like a tournament for a new champ or what? Um, but yeah, I, I think it just shows like how much we can get caught up in the moment and take superstars for granted when we're, con- we're not constantly reminded of the things that they've done. But um, I know I was definitely shocked to, to see this, that Dolph Ziggler vacated the championship, especially since I feel like, again, that he's been one of those guys who's, who's accomplished, who's who's great, who you love to watch, who's been swept under the rug, and now he finally gets back on top and gets the title again, and now this happens. So let me know what you guys think. Um, this is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? We're back again with the Outsider's Edge with your boy, Damo. So, uh, in this segment, I want to talk about uh, two things uh, very briefly. Um, First, um, I can say the kind of minor, but it's something I think you got to kind of keep an eye out for. So, this past Tuesday on SmackDown Live... uh, uh, Benjamin and Gable faced off against the Usos in a tag team match. Now, the Usos are the current SmackDown Live uh, tag team champs. Um, they won a big uh, uh, four-way tag team match um, on Sunday at Clash of Champions. Um, so they're they're on a bit of a roll right now. And um, uh, they face off against uh, Benjamin and Gable. Um, it's a non-title match, but you know that matches like this are a big deal when you're an up-and-coming team, or even if it was a singles match and you're facing the champ. This is how you get your name in the hat to get a title match. So uh, Gable and Shelton Benjamin defeat the Usos in this non-title match. Um, They showed some great uh, camaraderie in the tag match. Uh, They worked very well together. Um, So I just want to say that like I feel like as far as um, I don't know. Some some people have a difference of opinion. I feel like when it comes to singles matches, Raw has the advantage. I feel like Raw has the better roster in that wise of singles competitors. Um, the women's division, I think it's pretty even uh, from Raw to SmackDown. I think it's pretty even. That's why I'm really looking forward to the uh, to the uh, all-women Royal Rumble at the Royal Rumble in January. Um, I think it's pretty even. But the tag team division... I give that to SmackDown all day. I think SmackDown has the tag team division on lock. Um, yeah, I definitely think they have it on lock. So look for Gable and Benjamin to be coming for those tag team titles uh, real soon, especially after the way they beat the Usos on Tuesday. Now, secondly, um, we had the uh, big match Sunday, Sami Zayn. And Kevin Owens versus uh, Randy Orton and uh, Shinsei Nakamura. 
and um, I probably just said his name wrong, um, <laughs> but um, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, their jobs are on the line. If they lose this match, they are fired, not from SmackDown, but from the WWE altogether. Now, that was news to me when they announced that because I didn't know that being fired from one brand meant you went over to the other. I didn't know, realize that was a thing, <laughs> but um but they've definitely made it very evident that you can get fired from WWE altogether. Um, so they win the match with Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, both as guest referees. Um, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan both have a beef going on. Tuesday night, uh, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens win the match with a quick three count from Daniel Bryan. He's trying to make sure they keep their jobs. They face off on SmackDown, uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan thinking Shane McMahon is about to drop the hammer. He's firing Daniel Bryan, but he doesn't. He tells him he trusts him, but I don't know. I feel like this is a build up to something between them. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think about that? I, I think something's brewing. Something's coming down the pike. I don't know, but, um, I'm definitely going to keep my eyes peeled on that. Watch to see what, the interaction is between those two in the coming weeks, especially leading up to the Royal Rumble. Well, that's all I have uh, for this week for the Outsider's Edge. Make sure you stay tuned. Follow us on social media, on Facebook, Trackstar Sports, on Instagram, Trackstars underscore sports. Also, at Debate Fuel on everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Hit us up. Listen, comment, like, share, and engage. This is your boy Damo with the Outsider's Edge. Peace.